Bye, Mom. Hey, Mom friends. I am your host, Megan, and you are listening to Two Kids in a Business, a podcast where we're breaking society's one-size-fits-all mold around everyday real moms through candid conversations on motherhood, business, and all the things in between. Let's chat. Hey, Mom friends. Wow, I feel like um, I kind of almost dropped the ball and slipped up and not coming through with an episode within the time frame that I wanted to. So we've skipped a few weeks, but we're going to just pick up like we never left off. Um, and I'm sure it's possible that you may have not even noticed. But if you did and you missed me like I missed you, hi. It's something to realize that life just happens and you have to honor yourself in that. And so for me, life has truly been happening, but I come to you just with so much um, peace and declaration that just because life happens, all is still well, right? So today I'm just, you know, deciding to flow. Normally I have notes, right? Or I have pointers rather where I like to just kind of stay directed in the conversation with you. But today I'm just going to flow. And One of the things that I had to realize in flowing, not just in who I am or what I step up to or what I invest in and trying to create um, or birth something, but even just going with the flow in life period. And like I said, since life has been happening, I feel like I'm kind of forced to at this point. And in going with the flow, I've had to really surrender things that I'm just not in control of. It's really caused me to take an honest look at myself to see areas that are problematic that somewhat contribute to the struggles that I put myself in. And I know a lot of times we love to talk about accountability when it comes to other people in our lives or situations, but what about when it's you? (laughs) What about when you are the possible problem and you realize that all the efforts of trying to keep it together, all the efforts of trying to be strong just won't cut it. And sometimes you have to just surrender to the flow and go with the current of life, especially as a believer where you have the faith and hope in the Lord to you know, continuously trust that he's guiding you and that he is ordering your steps. I was having a conversation with one of my amazing girlfriends and we were talking about just the fact that if this is not done or if that is not done down to to-do list tasks or you know things that we really want shifted and changed in our lives like the world is not ending and that all is well i know for me especially when it comes to motherhood lately you know juggling the new role of being a mom of two you know we're getting there and we're getting in you know somewhat of a good rhythm but i still struggle in areas where I just feel incompetent and I feel like I'm not doing enough. But that's where I find things to be a little bit problematic for myself because it's not that you're not doing enough, Megan. And you know, this is me talking to myself. It's just that you constantly discount the things that you do do already, that they're not, you know, competent or um, valid enough. And so it causes me to question, you know, what am I trying to measure myself up to? When it comes to how I show up in motherhood, how I show up in my marriage, how I show up in business and just towards myself. Um, One of the things I will be completely vulnerable and share that I've recently been in therapy where on two different occasions with two different therapists, you know, the conversation of ADHD has come up. And to be honest, as a believer, 
I just refused to accept and speak over my life anything, you know, that was negative, you know, type of syndrome or a disorder rather that I would try to take on. And it was just a bit disregarding to myself. And I saw how I was problematic in that area of not even honoring myself to, you know, not just accept that diagnosis, but to also, you know, realize how different my mind is. And in realizing how different my mind is, recognizing the authority that I have through Christ to regulate my mind, you know, the word talks about us renewing our mind. And a lot of times with ADHD, you have the struggles of, you know, just how your brain navigates situations and experiences and just constant everyday things, you know, the normalcy, social norms, right? Um, and you have a difficult time trying to fit yourself in in those ways when your mind is just so you know jumbled up with so many different things as far as how to navigate those. but one of the things that I had to realize was I didn't have to be strong in that area. And I found that to be a problem where I was trying to show up to, you know, say, no, I don't have this problem and I'm fine and I'm healed and I'm well. And all of that may be true that I am healed and I am well, but I looked at it as like some type of not deformity, but a hindrance or a handicap factor of myself of like, I can't think how I need to think. But when I just realized the power of my awareness of how my mind worked, it allowed me to navigate the areas where I feel like I struggle with all the time and being a mom and being a wife and being a business owner. And so I began to consider myself as the common denominator and realize how I needed to be a bit more accountable to myself of how I was hindering myself with the lack of awareness and how to navigate this current season and with the new information I received about myself. So I'm going to wield this to my advantage. And I recently was listening to a sermon where, you know, to be deceived is when you are not even aware of the truth, but the deceiver who is deceiving you is aware of the truth. And so I begin to take on, well, if I know the truth about myself and if I know the truth of who God says that I am, then I can wield that and take authority over any situation and be victorious in it. And I want to encourage the same thing for you, wherever you may be at in your season or in your life right now where you may feel defeated, just to know that the access that you allow yourself to the truth and honoring yourself with awareness and honesty allows you to navigate in authority of your situation where you are not defeated. You are an overcomer. Realizing all of this, I began to just assess areas in my life where I, I don't know, I just became more honest and where I didn't have it all together or where I was a bit weak and not looking at these things as negative or bad, but honestly letting them all be reminders that point me back to Christ. One of the things we have to remember as believers is the moment that you don't recognize your authority in a situation is the moment that you give the enemy access to bring defeat in your life. And authority looks a lot different in many ways. One way could be you recognizing your authority in submission to, again, who Christ says you are and what you have in him and knowing that peace is your portion, knowing that joy is your portion. You take authority in a submissive way of yielding to the Lord 
knowing that everything that you need is available in him. And so you honor yourself in that way to just submit to his leading, just rise in authority of what you have in him, not of what you have on your own accord. I was also recently having a conversation when it came to just like perfectionism. And I had seen a therapist a few years ago, um, right before I had Noah actually, uh, between 2018 and 2019. And this particular therapist specialized in perfectionism. And I began to see the patterns of how I caused myself to be in this constant loop of why I needed things to be the way I needed them to be. I was having a conversation with my husband and I just had to ask, you know, what is it that causes you to perceive me as trying to be perfect? Like, what am I doing? He said that I have this driven desire to have things to be done a certain way. But the problem is, is when they are not done that certain way, I seem to present myself as inflexible or just unable to cope and adjust to those changes and those shifts. And one of the things that I realized as I did the work in therapy, as I did the work in my relationships, as I just did the work on my own, I began to realize, especially by revelation from the Holy Spirit, that perfectionism causes so much anxiety and so much overwhelm. But then I decided to go deeper because I was looking at that as the fruit of my behavior. I was looking at that as the fruit of me trying to get everything just how I needed it to be. And I began to learn and understand that the root of anxiety was pride. Because here I am trying to do all of the things when I just need to take my cape off and surrender to the Lord. Here I am trying to do all of the things when I need to take my cape off before I drive myself mad anxious and overwhelmed because I just don't have it my way and it's not going the way I need it to as I'm trying to manipulate and control situations, people, or even things. I had to realize how problematic I was in this equation. In this conversation I had with a friend, I highlighted the fact that it was very valid as to why that need for perfection, but the need to get to the bottom of it and to explain, well, why is this showing up the way it is? And why is this even a thing? And realizing that pride comes in the form of trying to control a situation that God has not even called you to, that you don't even have the ability to manipulate or control because of your lack of understanding, strategy, tactic, or wisdom. And I also started to think about how much I hindered myself to be able to see God move in my situations, in my relationships, and even within myself because of my need to constantly be in control and take the position of being the strong one, take the position of having it all together. This was something I even considered in my business. During my pregnancy, I went through a really rough patch within my business. I struggled to maintain clients. I struggled to even build clientele and I try to navigate the situation thinking I'm being strategic and apply for jobs you know what else made sense but to hey you know this entrepreneurial thing is not working right now even though I know God called me specifically to entrepreneurship and it was not something that I chose and God had sustained me for three years and kept me So I knew it wasn't just a hoax, but no, I'm going to still try to control the situation because things are not happening as I need them to, even though God is providing every day, every month, day in, day out. However, it's not the way I need it to be. So let me try to go out and get a job. 
It wasn't until I realized that everything that I was trying to do in my own efforts was just not working. It got to a point where the Lord made me realize that whether you maintain your business or whether you land that job, each situation is unpredictable. You don't know the outcome. You don't know the success rate. But even still, even in the unknown, I've got you. As you lean into me, as you rest in me, as you depend on me and trust in me. And that's very important. We live in a world of so many uncertainties. But one thing we do know is we have a God that knows us, knows our situation, knows our needs, and knows what's ahead. So no matter what the outcome may look like, we're sustained by him. We're not sustained by our efforts of control, even if they are our best efforts. We're not sustained by our out-of-the-box ideas of how we think we can turn our situation around, but all the more sustained by God's hand in the situation as he not only directs our steps and leads and guides us, but as we follow and step in those steps, as we allow him to lead and guide us. The definition of anxiety, according to a government medical website, anxiety is a feeling of fear, dread, and uneasiness. Anxiety can show up in so many different ways. And I think that as of lately, culture and society has subscribed to this constant allowance and room for anxiety. Now, that's not to say that anxiety is not real. It's not to say that anxiety is not valid. Otherwise, why would the scriptures say in Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7, be anxious for nothing Be anxious for nothing because the word already recognizes that anxiety is real. Anxiety shows up in our lives in so many ways, in so many different situations. But the word says to be anxious for nothing, be uneasy for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanks, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God the very thing, the very component to combat anxiety and uneasiness, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus, not through you, not through your job, not through your business, not through your kids, not through your husband, not through your boyfriend, not through your family, through Christ Jesus. What is the very things that we could be missing because we choose to not take our capes off? And when I say take our capes off, I mean releasing the control and being in a posture of surrendering. And that looks different for all of us. It's easy to reign in a posture of pridefulness and even self-righteousness when all of the things are going so well. And even more so when things are not going well and everything is going left and you feel the need to try to control it all. Be strong for everyone. Do all of the things for everyone else. It's even important to take your cape off when it comes to other people. You are not called to be the savior to save everyone, to do everything for everyone. There are some things where we are not called to carry others' burdens. There are certain situations where others have to rise up in their authority to put their hope in what God has made available to them to access so that their lives can be changed. Taking your cape off requires you to release the control. Taking your cape off requires surrendering. But first, that comes from the realization that you're not in control. But even though you are not in control, that you are led and covered and taken care of by the one that is, 
taking your cape off not only is about surrendering and releasing the control for yourself so that God can evidently step into your situation and show up in your life in the way that you need him to, but also for him to use those around you, your community, your support system to be the help that you need. I want to share with you a TikTok that I came across the other day that was just so enlightening and even fueled the creation of this episode. Am I a competent human being? I'm trying really hard at motherhood. I'm trying at my career. I'm failing. I'm failing. I can't handle it. And she said, no one is meant to handle all the stuff that you're talking about handling. So almost every woman that comes in here and says they're overwhelmed is because we are not scientifically meant to handle all the shit that we're handling. We're trying to, but we're not handling it because it's not meant to all be handled by one human being. You're not meant to handle it all. If I could be any reminder to you, if it could be bring you any consolation, any peace, that I am just here to remind you that you are not meant to handle any of it alone, that you do not have to constantly wear cape after cape after cape. You can take it off. And I encourage you, for any of the mom friends out there where you may not know the Lord, I encourage you to get to know him. I encourage you to seek him and the things that he has for you, the peace that he has for you, the sustainability that he has for you, the joy that he has for you and the peace that he has for you. If you're a mom friend where you have dedicated your life to the Lord, but life has happened. And so things look a lot different than what they used to look like. I encourage you to get back in that place, letting your heart and his heart be one because he has so much in store for you. It's not all about the blessings, but it's about the actual intangible gifts from the Lord that this world can never give us, that we can never give ourselves. I don't care how many times you go to the spa. I don't care how many times you schedule a therapy session. I don't care how many times you journal. I don't care how many times you schedule a solo date or a time out with the girls. I don't care how many times you try to do any of the things that you believe that can bring you the peace and solitude and fulfillment and joy and restoration and renewal like the way that Jesus can. I believe we'll constantly be running in circles weighed down by the heaviness of our capes that we just refuse to take off because we do not choose to release control and surrender. There's a lie telling us that the idea of releasing control and surrendering speaks to our weaknesses, highlights our incompetency, our inability to be able to girl boss up and handle situations as they come. But just like that video said, we are not meant to handle things alone. We were meant to have support, but not only are we meant to have it, but we deserve it. I will never get off of my soapbox and stop telling you that vulnerability is power. That lie tries to tell us that being vulnerable is weak. With taking the cape off, you won't win. And that is a lie that needs to be shut out right now. This lie that has constantly driven us away to rely on the ever-present help of the Holy Spirit and driving us away from remaining at the feet of Jesus. If you are not aware of the story of Mary and Martha, I highly encourage you to read it. What a disservice it'll be, not just to ourselves, but with the fact of how showing up impacts the lives of other people, what a disservice it would be to not be in the right position and posture to receive what we need 
in order to go and fulfill those roles. And sometimes being in that posture means taking off the cape. Being in that posture means releasing control. Being in that posture means surrendering. In Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, it's at the home of Martha and Mary. And there are two sisters and Jesus and his disciples were on their way. And they came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. Verse 39 says, she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha, which I've been a Martha one too many times to count, was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. You're constantly running around trying to put all the things together, trying to do all of the things that you are missing out on what matters the most. Because you refuse to take off the cape. Because I refuse to take off my cape. I am missing it. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And it's funny how we will try to place the responsibility on others on how they need to show up and help us when that's not what God called you to be doing in the first place. The Lord answered, Martha, Martha, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. How powerful is it to know that even just sitting at the feet of Jesus, even in the simple time of prayer and worship in the early part of your day for 30 minutes, what that can unlock for what you need. And how that will fuel all of the other areas of your life. I am constantly distracted and overwhelmed with my tasks for the day, not just with showing up for the kids or showing up for my husband, but even in just showing up for myself and for the business. And I get so distracted and overwhelmed. And then I start to operate from a place of anxiety and perfectionism. And then I get frustrated because I'm not able to keep up and control it all. Or I get frustrated because I am in control and keeping up with it all. And I just wish someone would help me take the load. But is it possible that I'm focusing on doing one too many things that I was never called to do? And how that one need being fulfilled, such as spending time with the Lord, will unlock every other need to be met because I moved with intention. I moved knowing that the Holy Spirit is my ever-present help, helping me in my day. I moved with focus and wisdom and awareness, not just dabbling in every activity, task or thing in my day. And then I look up frustrated, overwhelmed, completely just pissed off. And these are the constant cycles where the enemy wants us in. But we have to be mindful because those cycles are what keeps us from accessing the promises of the Lord. Those cycles are what keeps us and hinders us and resists us from tapping into what God has for us. You don't know what could be birthed out of your time with God. It could be the very next successful business idea. It could be your time in prayer to cause breakthrough to happen in your bloodline and in your family. You don't know what's on the other side of that posture of being at his feet, releasing control, surrendering by taking the cape off. I love you, mom friend. And I pray that in this season, you recognize how sometimes you may be the problem, but God loves you anyway. And you are worth honoring yourself to realize that it's okay. You don't have it all together. It's okay. You can't do all of the things. And honoring yourself by leaning into the one who does have it all together and who is in control because that's how much he loves you. Taking your cape off is more powerful than you know. Hey, mom friend, Megan here. 
Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation here on Two Kids in a Business. If you're new here or spun the block to chat and enjoyed this episode, show some love by rating the podcast or dropping a review. I'd love to hear from you. Here at 2KB, my goal is to continue empowering other moms like you to know just how equipped and gifted they are as they balance it all. So whether you're a cool mom, a regular mom, a tired mom, or a busy mom, there's a place for you as we make shifts together one conversation at a time. Until our next chat, much love and grace. Thank you.